your average netizens. We're going to be talking about um, lots of things going on in K-pop, some um, illicit um, goings on uh, um, in the entertainment world, um, some group great breakups, and uh, some comebacks. Um, actually, we'll be looking a little bit into anatomy of a comeback, uh, be kind of our uh, main topic for today. Um, I did want to uh, address one thing. Um, we, uh, after our first show, we got comments, which is great because um, that proves that people are actually listening to us. But um, we've gotten comments, and we've got them before, um, uh, pertaining to the fact that we are a um, podcast uh, uh, talking about K-pop and Korean entertainment and culture, um, yet none of us obviously is Korean. Um, there is a reason for that, um, and we will be writing a formal statement about that on our social media outlet. So we'll have something up shortly on Tumblr, um, on Twitter, on Facebook about that. Um, but um, there's, there's a very simple uh, explanation for that. But that being said, um, we're looking, we're looking at all of this through the eyes of international fans, um, not as Koreans, and we're not trying to, you know, make it seem as if we have any kind of authority or um, expertise on any topic. We're just looking at things purely from a fan perspective, and this is purely our opinions um, and just what we think. And um, as listeners, you also have um, the option to, you know, to give us feedback on that. So that's the, the two-way street, and, you know, we would love to hear more from you guys, um, from what you think about our discussions and what we talk about. And now to inter, um, introduce our group for today, we have Miss Anna. Hello. And introducing, um, she was not here last week, but I'll introduce Jean. Jean, if you want to say a little something about yourself, since you weren't here last um, last week. Yeah, um, I'm from Singapore. Um, Cassie for life, yo, like Cassie forever. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> She's our resident Cassie fan. Poor thing. Um, <laughs> Kiara. Hi, everyone. Timothy, Tim, Murdy, Murda. Man of a, a million names, apparently. How's Murda it going? <laughs> Murda Inc. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. And um, of course, as I said, me, Ash. So um, let's start this off um, with a uh, little bit of K-pop news and gossip. Um, this will not be two hours of gossiping and news at, like our first show, but um, you know, it's even though this week we actually could gossip two hours with. Yes, we could. I mean, there's probably stuff that's going to come up like right after we finish this thing, and you know, like some always. other huge major scandal, just like last time. It's just it's impossible. But we're going to end the podcast, and Jessica's going to be in the dating scandal. 
Yes. Another another um, <laughs> girls' generation. Yeah, I just want them all to be dating, and then they're all dating. Let's be real. Well, Let's I mean, actually, have them all come out like officially yeah. is dating, and just watch people's heads explode. Okay. Um, since we're talking about girls' generation, um, this was the big news that we missed by like a hair last week um, about Taeyang and um, Baekhyun. Uh, Taeyang of Girls' Generation and Baekhyun of EXO. Um, they are apparently, according to their company and some pictures uh, of them in a car together, dating. Um, the uh, K-pop fandom initially exploded. Um, Taeyeon uh, had to make some apologies. Apparently there was something online today about her apologizing to a Japanese fan, although it wasn't clear what it was for, but some people were assuming that it was had something to do with the dating scandal, um, which it's really disappointing if it does, because she doesn't have to to um, apologize for anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in one way, I'm kind of surprised things aren't more apocalyptic after that whole announcement. But on the second hand, um, obviously there are people taking this whole thing way, way over, you know, or way out of control as far as their um, and you know impressions um, and how they're reacting to this. And the, well, what we got from that at least was some of the funniest Tumblr posts I have seen in K-pop for at least half a year. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, the Tumblr. day after the scandal was really, really, really amusing. The yeah. the one thing that I I noticed and it was like the 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 only thing that bugs me about this because I I expected like people to go crazy I mean you're take you're talking about EXO who has enough scandals as it is and then Taeyeon from SNSD of all the groups like um, but the the one thing that really bothered me is people were really quick to jump on the like this was an orchestrated kind of like way to deflect um, the attention that they're having with like. EXO and Chris and all that and like I I don't really like when people jump to that um, it's not it's not that it never happens obviously but I think it's kind of rude to like assume that everybody's out there doing that um, especially because it seemed like it came from people who ship like EXO members with each other and the fact that their fan base took such a hit and their fan cafes took such a hit, it just seems like a weird way to react, especially when two other members of SNSD came out as dating already. Or three? Was it three? three. Yeah, three now, right? Three, yeah. So, like, I mean, I thought by now people would be acknowledging the fact that, like, people are dating, that, like, that's a thing. But I don't know, I guess. It's who they're dating. As long as they're not dating Oppa. Yeah, apparently. As long as you're not yeah, dating Oppa. Yeah, but... <laughs> Sorry, I get those confused, so that may happen periodically, which is a bit disturbing, but I don't know why <laughs> I, can't, I can't get those two right. I mean, it's already kind of... Um, I'm missing a word here. <laughs> Illusional? Disillusional? Delusional. 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 Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'll start over. 
it's already kind of uh, delusional to be thinking that uh, guys and girls at that age in such a stressful environment are not at least sleeping around all the time. That is what happens in, if you, if you um, I, I mean, people are having sex in that industry and people are dating in that industry and that they have to make such a secret out of everything just for the sake of fans puts like another huge layer of pressure onto everyone. Mm-hmm. And I find it so unfair that then they are taking so much heat for that when whenever something breaks out. I mean, why? I, I don't I don't get the fan disappointment. Yeah, I, I don't know. I will never understand. I I don't get it. I don't know. I think I think maybe partly because EXO is a pretty new group, so like I don't know. Maybe it's I, I think it's like um. It's a pattern, you see, like when a group is more uh, professional or like SNSD, you know, they've been in the industry for a while, then they become more comfortable coming out about their dating scandals and, you know, like, because they know that their fans will understand them even if they're dating because, you know, they're like way past the the age already. But like Exo's pretty new, Bacon's kind of young, so it becomes, the fans are pretty young as well. So it, it, it looks as if, you know, like, Baker's not being responsible and professional to his fans. I don't know. Yeah, but what responsibility is that actually? That is such such a artificial thing. What responsibility does any artist have towards me as a fan, except for delivering good music? Right. Exactly. That that was. That exactly is the thing that bugs say. me. That bugs me so much because they and they clearly use that as a marketing thing. I mean, they 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 um, keep all these dating things secret for a reason. I, th- I think that is probably company mandated so, uh, to to sell this additional illusion of a, a, an available dream guy or an available dream girl, and that is such a destructive thing. That's that's annoying for everyone. So. There's um, something I wanted to find that Anna was mentioning Tumblr post. Um, I just happened to find this on my Facebook. I just randomly found it, but it's a forum post, and it's one of those typical, you know, I'm, you know, a exchange student in Thailand. I know this person who used to um, have a cousin that worked for SM and that sort of thing. So, grain of salt. But, um, you know, this person, you know, swears up and down and, you know, obviously don't have to believe them, but I just found it was a little crazy that it was even posted. Um, So um, this person asked this friend um, about uh, the Taeyang Baekyung news. Obviously, when it happened, because she used to work at SM and, you know, met some of the people there. Uh, And this is is their story. So, apparently, Lee Soo-min has a thing for Taeyeon about since when TTS debuted. He made his feelings known to her, but she didn't feel the same way. He kept advancing on her, but every time she would refuse his feelings, every time she would refuse his feelings. 
according to um, this person, this is why Girls' Generation got stuck with not-so-great comeback songs these past couple of years. She says it's a really big joke in the industry how Lee Soo-min is, and everyone apparently feels sorry for Taeyeon, but no one knows how to help her. Um, the girl says that he was like this in the past with Boa until he switched to Taeyeon. So, of course, Taeyeon knew that Baekhyun was a fan and would do anything to help her, so that's why she went on the car date where they knew they would be seen. It is Taeyeon's hope that this causes Lee Soo-min to lay off. This is the real truth behind what happened. If you choose not to believe me, I can understand that, but know that I would not write these words if I did not believe they were real. Disclaimer, disclaimer. What kind of fan fiction? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't Lee Soo-min retired for quite a while already? He doesn't work for SM anymore. Uh, for I, I at least four, three or four years. They have a new CEO since 2010, yeah, yeah. I want to yeah. say. That's, that's a lot of craziness. I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't even... It's the kind of crazy that we had that. last week. <laughs> like, t- all my point is, is with all of these, like, conspiracies of what's going on, like, maybe Baekhyun and Taeyeon just like each other and they want to date. And maybe as fans, we should let them date. That's the thing. People, it's, it's such a crazy thing that people can't handle it. So they might allegedly, like this person, you maybe just be making this whole thing up, you know, just mm-hmm. to, I don't know, maybe convince and try and convince other people that this is, you know, just all a cover up for something else. Um, yeah. People love conspiracies. I mean, people love conspiracies. Yep. In K-pop especially, like if someone's dating, first thing people ask, oh, what are they trying to cover in, in Korea? Trying to cover uh, something political or something like that. That's like the first thing people always say. Like, oh, they're trying to cover something up because apparently so-and-so is dating. So they're covering something up in Korea. And maybe like, sometimes people just get caught dating for no other reason. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's hard to tell. It like, can happen. I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there have been times, obviously I don't know, um, this, this is something I definitely don't know at all, but there, I'm sure there's been times where people have made moves like that to get political heat off of them or whatever excuse you can make. Like, that's not something that's uncommon in any culture, so fine. But, like, maybe they just like each other. Like, what, why is it that we have to jump to this conspiracy all the time? Why can't people just be like, I, I want to date you. Hi, I want to date you too. Let's date. Like, I, I, I Maybe don't know. it's both. It can even be both. It can be that they're dating and then they, at, some, at some point someone decided, oh, we can use this to our advantage. That's publicity. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's just like, you know, we, we don't really, know. If you, you really know? don't... I mean, one thing is, if you really don't want to get caught and really want to do this in secret, then keep the hood of your car up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's the simple. only but that also that, that also could mean, I mean, that could mean that they wanted to be caught, but it could also just mean that they were very thoughtless for a moment or just plain stupid. That happens yeah, too. Yeah, like people can't be, like celebrities can't make people mistakes is kind of the vibe that I always get when people instantly go to that. Like, oh, there's no way they would make this mistake. Well, it says who? People make mistakes all the time. Celebrities make mistakes. They're people. Like, Maybe they were just very, very, very sure that there was no one around and it was very warm and they took the top of the car off. That could also happen. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, he's so. uh, leaving his wallet somewhere and having a fan pick it up and then find <laughs> one of those and him and Sully together. Chojo, <laughs> the classiest. Let's let's segue into that. So, the picture is actually, well, I mean, I guess the thing that makes it kind of is makes it most uncomfortable for people is because of the age gap. And, um, you know, they have that picture where they're making kissy faces and whatnot. Um, but that's I still kind of harmless, right? I mean, well, they didn't find the sex tape in his wallet. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> that would be a scandal. Like, my, my kind of point on this, especially with the age gap thing, um, and, and I'll preface it by saying this is just what I've seen from, like, watching... Um, and just from being in this community as long as I have, it doesn't seem to me like the age gap is that big of a deal. Um, but I, I, I'm not sure. I don't know if people cause a stink about it. But there's a lot of older dudes dating younger girls. That's pretty common. I mean, YG's wife is way younger than he is. Um, uh, Teji's wife is way younger than he is. Like, they, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. So to me, the age gap between Sully and Choja is like it's big. I mean, how, especially how, how big is her that, that age gap? I don't know. I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I think it's okay, more than okay. ten years. Yeah, I think it's like from twelve or fourteen around there. Yeah, I, I'm not positive. I, I I don't know. I I like Dynamic Duo, but I don't know their ages that well. Um, but I know he's older. Um, but like they seem happy like all the pictures that you see they're really cute i mean why can't they just be cute i don't know like to me especially even even my outlook on things is like as long as you're talking about people who are legal there's some people who are young but they're very mature um so why shouldn't you be allowed to be with somebody who's that mature even if you have an age gap Maybe I think with them, or especially with Sully, Sully's always seen as like the little sister, or mm -hmm. you know, she kind of has that been given that image. So for her to be dating such an older man, it's kind of like, well, he's corrupting her, or maybe he's dirty. Like maybe some people see it that way. I yeah, like, maybe. That was the same with last year's IU photo scandal, or two two years ago. Two years ago was that already? Oh, with uh, the guy from. Unhyuk? Yeah, Unhyuk, yeah, yeah. Have mercy. And that was that that escalated so much and got so much heat was just due, due to the fact of her image, nothing else. Yeah, that it's her, just, her oh, image played the biggest part in that. It's a little weird because with the Baekhyun Taeyeon thing going on, I haven't really heard too much this time around. Um, but I, I haven't been checking like religiously, so I'm not going to say that people aren't going nuts. But it doesn't seem like it's getting as much heat as it did the first time it came up, and it doesn't seem like it's getting as much heat as the Taeyeon, Baekhyun thing, um, for whatever reason. And I, I thought it would, but I don't know. Apparently it's not. I think it's because the way that it was, I, I don't know, for me, the way it was reported, they were you know, talking about the photos and intimate photos, and people were just expecting something so much worse that, you know, when... You know, the pictures came out and people saw what they were. It was like, oh, well, that's not that bad. I mean, it makes me maybe makes some people a little uncomfortable, but it's not anything that I would say is in inappropriate. 
Right. They have a 14-year age gap, by the way. Yeah, 14. I was right. Huzzah. Yeah. Good but, job. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess people feel like because of, of Sully's image, it kind of feels weird. Mm -hmm. And then, like, he's like, you know, he's like, uh, he's in the, he's a hip-hop, he's in the, hip-hop, you know, dynamic duo. So I guess it also has kind of this image of a slight player, maybe. I don't know. Because, I don't know. I think all that combined together makes people just feel so weird. But I don't know. I mean, right now, they're still denying that they're dating, that, that he's just only a, a sunbae to her or whatever. So. You, you're more into FX, right? You are FX Not me. person? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> No, no, you're okay. I'm, I'm curious. Like, I want, I want to know because it doesn't seem like it's getting as much heat as I thought it would. So I'm really curious. Like, how much heat is it really getting? I mean, Onomona, because I'm looking at Onomona, and it's just like it's only like three pages of comments compared mm -hmm. to like Taeyeon and Baekhyun, which was like 20 plus pages. Yeah, and it seems like <laughs> there's more like conspiracies and like there's so much going on with that and I'm just like mm. so we're just going to gloss over the Sully Choja thing like <laughs> I, I, think, I think I think it depends a lot on the fandom like exotics are crazy so are swans. So when you put two crazy fandoms together you get a hell lot of crazy. But like Dynamic Duo doesn't really get much fans, I think. All, all fans are basically sitting here and being happy about every piece of news we get at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> doesn't matter what kind of news it is, it's news. Yes, yeah, Anna's, I was going to say. Anna's an ethic fan. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, the, the only other thing, too, is, like, I think that part of part partly what helps is the Dynamic Duo fan base in general is like a dedicated older fan base like dynamic duo has been around for a long time this they're not new to the block or anything like that and their fans are like they're, they're not catering to the regular you know k-pop fan no their fans um, are older right yeah so yeah. they have like a lot of older fans and it seems like older fans are pretty pretty chill about these kind of things like especially considering their age they are in like the age where in the West, at least, people are like, why aren't you married? <laughs> That's where they're at, you know? They're at this, like, get married age. The so, dynamic duo is not trying to cater mainly to teenage teenagers. Right, yeah, they don't, they don't really care about the teenagers. There. Yeah, I wasn't worried about dynamic duo's fan base being like, I can't believe you're dating this girl. Um, I, I would more expect them to be like, finally, like... <laughs> What took you but so I long? Think, you know? I think in general uh, there is um, already a difference between girl group and boy group fan group fandoms. Like, okay, maybe girl generation is not the best example of that, but in general I perceive boy group fandoms to be a little bit heavier on the crazy than the girl group fandoms. Yeah, like I think if the news was, you know, somebody found Chris from EXO's wallet and it had pictures of him and Sully, like just standing next to each other that the response would be a lot different or like well, to be fair chris is probably the worst person for your example because of the <laughs> drama that's already going on with him true, true. i mean may maybe I like, Samuel, like name i could think of yeah i think that one would definitely cause a lot of drama beyond like yeah. the fact that he's dating i mean yeah, but, I, think that but I, I do agree i do agree with the boy group sentiment 
because from all the other girl groups that I follow, like uh, Girls' Day or Sister, or whenever someone just talks about hmm, they could be dating that guy or that guy, everyone is just like, yes, go for it, come on. Or maybe, <laughs> or maybe I like, well, you could do better, but there's there's so much less drama in most of it. And there's, well, Girls' Generation is a little bit an exception there. There is much more drama around that girl group than about at least 10 other girl groups combined. Can I can I just say that my my favorite and least favorite thing in, in especially like in international fans I'm strictly talking about is they're like instant like oh but you could do better or like why not this guy <laughs> like that is like sometimes it's really funny and I just laugh about it but sometimes it's like you see this this couple especially with the Baekhyun Taeyeon thing the fact that he was like oh she's my ideal type she's my ideal type and people on the Mona were like oh you could do better I was like man like he really likes her though from what we can I, tell I, heard, I only I heard that the other way around telling her that she could do better yeah that's what I mean like them telling her or the, ah, okay. Amona saying I, that she yeah. could do better it's like but he really likes her maybe he was really charming like maybe he really really hunted her and she was like all right like I don't I don't know that's that's kind of my favorite but like least favorite thing it depends on who we're talking about and how they're talking about it mm. so but it's funny, and it's it's like a it's very it's a very Western thing. I feel I don't know if other cultures do it. Maybe they do too. But it just seems like that's what we do when we see Western celebrities dating. We're instantly like, oh, you could do better. Oh, <laughs> why are you doing this? You could do so much better. They're already counting down the days before they break up. Yeah, yeah. Or divorce or whatever. We're in Vegas making bets, like. Yeah. No, seriously. At, at it's, the moment, it's very amusing. But at, at the moment, given how incredibly. Um, sensitive to the exo fandom in general is I don't think there is any anyone any worse dating scandal that could break out if it's involving someone from exo I think that is the the highest drama level at the moment that there is and yeah, everything definitely. else is just less than that yeah yeah considering that, the drama that's probably fair yeah all right well we have a bit of sad, unfortunate news um, that has come out recently. Um, beloved by many of our Not Your Average Nazan podcasters, uh, Sarah of Nine Muses um, officially left the group, or as uh, her company put it, uh, graduated. And they will, um, are. Well, it's expected that they're going to get a new member, but the split seemed um, amicable. Um, and, um, you know, there was lots of crying and gnashing of teeth, um, which I think is understandable. I, she seemed to be the one, wasn't she like the main singer? Yes. Or, yeah, yeah she, was, she was kind of like the main. So that's a... I don't know. That's that's a central part of their identity. I think uh, that's leaving and nine muses. Sad to say, they have a hard enough time getting attention from other girl groups. Um, so it, it it's it's very unfortunate that Sarah's leaving. Um, in addition to that, uh, some nine muses fans are planning on boycotting if they do add new members, which I don't. I don't see what that's supposed to help um, or how that's supporting the group at all. Um, but, you know, same as the Kara thing, they 
don't want any replacements, keep going with who's there, you know, it won't be the same, chemistry won't be the same, but, you know, I, you know, I, I don't think, you know, just saying that you're boycotting, I don't know, it's, it, to me it's hurting the group more than helping, but yes, also, I know I, they're here very sad. <laughs> I don't think uh, adding new members is, is a bad move at all, because it worked in the past, it worked for nine muses in the past. Um, I, I think uh, Hyona, for instance, was added later, and she's easily one of the more popular members of the group. So it, I don't think it will hurt the nine, uh, nine muses if they add another person. It will hurt them definitely that Sarah is gone. Yeah, um, I, I love nine muses. Um, if anybody sees my Twitter, it's nine thirst because I love nine muses. And uh, <laughs> like literally their hiatus has been the worst time of my whole life because everybody's leaving. And it's weird because they're at like, they're more popular than they have been before. And they had such a momentum last thing. year. Yeah, in like last year they were so so strong, and, and now in the past six months, it's like like what's like happened? Quit. I don't know. Oh, and so I, I'm a little suspicious of their label, um, mostly because like they've that label is pretty pretty bad about losing people. Jewelry has well, lost anyone seen that members. documentary, then you know. You have well, other reasons to be. Yeah, and the, and the documentary is pretty pretty showing. But I think that's probably telling of, like, any group that you ever watch, to be honest. Like, I think that was just our moment of seeing a group that showed their real, like, what it's really like for a bit to be a trainee. I, I don't think that if any other group had that kind of, like, um, following, like a, like a show to follow you like that, I think you would see that in every group. Because it's yeah. it's very clear that it's a high stress thing to be a trainee, especially when you're at the point where you have this group. Um, they have this idea for a group. You're you're close to debut, you know. Um, but um, the the one thing that bothers me is that like as nine muses fans, what what do we want from the group? If they don't add more members, we do we still want them to be nine muses without nine members? It seems weird. We did that already, and I felt it was really weird. Um, especially because when they added members, it was all good. They added, um, I was gonna say Kyungri, but not Kyungri. They added Sunga, you know, and she's, she's gotten more popular now. They've added Kyuna later. Um, and some of these girls were supposed to be in the group from the beginning, but some of them weren't. And that's just the way it is. And like nothing about Nine Muses ever struck me as a group that was going to be the same nine members forever. Like they never struck me as the next SNSD or anything like that. So while I'm really sad that we lost Sarah, and I think it might be something with their company more than it is like Sarah just wanting to leave, um, I don't see how we're going to benefit as fans by boycotting. Like, and, and I don't know if it's even international fans that want to boycott, so maybe it doesn't matter. But I personally, as a Nine Muses fan, I'm not going to boycott. Nine Muses adding another member, especially if she's talented. I mean, that's all I ask is you, you just give me somebody who's talented. Um, I, I don't see the benefit that we get I, from. I always get, get a little bit irrationally, no, not irrationally angry um, about fans in general when I read the word boycott because the only 13th thing is 
still not over and that's been going on for years and that has been hurting the group that they wanted to support much more than actually helping them and i think What's nothing only 13? only 13 the the huge movement of keeping super junior 13 members and never ever adding oh. someone but they were so but they were so aggressive and they were so so hateful against the two super junior M members that it's just like why 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 whom does that help right yeah why hurt yeah, someone I, intentionally like that i think that's a good one to point at is like i i just don't i don't understand the idea of the boycott in general um Especially when like it's nothing that your group did. It's one thing if you're if you have this group and they do something wrong and that's why you want to boycott them. But when you boycott a group to try and hurt the label, in the end the label's just gonna dump on the group. I mean, that's what it seems like they do. If you hurt the if you hurt a group enough, they're just gonna not promote the group anymore. And then who wins? Then all these guys who were innocent are being punished unjustly, and that—that's my problem. Like, why? Why would we punish these nine girls? These, uh, what? What's left now? Jesus, that's so sad. Six, six. six girls who did nothing wrong. Why would we punish them by not supporting them? Because three of the girls wanted to leave. Sometimes people just don't want to be in the group anymore, and sometimes they have their own external issues with the label. And unless the group stands up and is like, we're going to boycott just the whole group, then I could understand. Like, if the whole group's like, we're boycotting this label, then you stand up and be like, I'm also going to boycott the label. That's one thing. But to just boycott a label when you don't know, I, I just, I can't get behind that. I, I don't like that idea. I think it's wrong. Mm -hmm. I think that idea is really wrong. I agree. Well, they're going, the new person, if they decide to go ahead, and they probably will, um, the new member of Nine Muses um, uh, is going to need a lot of support when they come back in August. And using that to segue into our um, main topic, this episode is uh, talking about um, comebacks, um, recent comebacks, and uh, in particular comebacks that are going to be happening within the next um, next month or so. Um, we've got quite a few people that are coming back, and it'll be interesting to see what new music they'll have. Uh, G.O.D., um, as we mentioned in the last episode, J.Y.J., um, it'll be their last uh, release before um, Jaejun goes to the military. Before Jaejun gets um, his hair. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. Dang. I can't imagine that. Um, uh, FX, um, if everyone has seen, well, by the time people hear this, they'll probably have all seen the goth picture. The video may have even come out. Who, will know, who knows? Um, but uh, Sister, um, who I enjoyed their last summer release, so we'll see what they do this time. Um, Girls' Day, um, Hyanna, um, Human uh, Tierra is releasing a song soon um, about how hot her body is. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's a, some rumors Big Bang is coming back sometime this summer. July uh, is the rumor. July. So, you know. 
Though I am not trusting that at all. I think. Oh, it's YG. I, it's August. <laughs> also, I am suspecting YG to do the exact same thing that he did with 21 when the Ghost Generation came uh, comeback was because that looked so 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 shady. I'm expecting something like that to happen again in August, September. Oh, where um, they try and go after Girls' Generation? Uh, uh, no, Super Junior comeback. No, no, I know, but you mean like them I going after an established group? Yeah, when, when, yeah, when, when they uh, shifted the comeback date for 21 like two times and then they were on at the same time when that was deliberately planned to not be at the same time in the beginning. It was like just so... Yeah. Well, I think it I think um my only issue is like part of that started from SNSD losing this, yeah. their losing their tape and then suddenly they've had to push back their date their comeback so far and then it's like to anyone pushed back first but they kind mm -hmm. of ended up on the same date and it, I think it's both of them. I think it's they were both, both jogging mm -hmm. to like be sketchy and then it ended up looking worse for YG because they pushed back multiple times but that's YG I don't even know if they pushed back with that intent the first time the second time I definitely think they did well anything involving YG is a question mark so yeah yeah definitely they may not may not see them until next summer who knows don't um, say that what <laughs> sorry I will take it oh, because apparently that was a jinx okay um, <laughs> I just re read that FX is not only coming back with a new song, they are coming back with a full album. Yeah. Oh, awesome. God bless. Finally. <laughs> I did if we have to wait a whole year, then we get a full album? Okay. Makes it a bit better. I think yeah. that's fair. I think I, I would wait a whole year for a group that I really like to put out a full album, especially when they're on album songs are apparently better than their singles. I just hope it's good, yeah. Oh, and also, before I forget, um, also, Feistar and Spica are coming back soon. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah. Girl group summer. Ooh. Um, girl group summer time. Yeah. I love girl. I love girl group summer, dude. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. All right. So to start off, um, I know you guys have already ta started talking about it a bit. Who is everyone um, looking forward to? Um, Kiara, who are you looking forward to? The S I S T A R. Definitely, yeah. But sister, definitely. Like, I don't. They're my third favorite K-pop girl group, so I'm definitely looking for their comeback. I do hope it's another like summer type jam. So I'm sure it will be. So I have no worries about them. That'll be interesting. I've warmed up the sister a bit since they've started doing solo projects and things like that, and I think just because it's not the um, Hyorin show, or it, that's, you know, there's not as much of that going on, like with, um, um, who's the other member that was doing? So the, you? So you, so you, yes, who's had, um, she's been doing songs and. Such um, a queen. Yeah. <laughs> and, I love her um, guts. Her song with Mad Clown is everything. I do. I like it a lot. And um, I remember there was something a while back about her, and there were some fans that were spreading rumors about her having been some sort of like uh, bully, like like 
you know, I thought it like, was awesome that they said that about. Like she was a troublemaker and she smoked or something. Oh, both of them. Okay. Yeah, that um, seemed that seemed suspicious because people complained first that like there, you know, or well, I shouldn't say people complained. People acknowledged that they were like the members that didn't really get any time or any attention and then suddenly it was like oh both of them were bullies it's like ah uh, <laughs> I yeah. don't know. That's, that seems yeah. a little funny to me like uh, any pr uh, even bad press is good press yeah that's kind of what it felt like to me it's mm -hmm. like oh any press is good press you know yeah. like, but uh, unfortunately it's something that still kind of follows them so whenever there's an article or something about them there's always a comment or two talking about it and they're just like oh my god just let it go especially with Dasam because it was from since their debut, she had yeah. on her because yeah. apparently she shares the same name as someone that was a bully or whatever. So the image went to her. And so since they debuted it, she's always had that. And it's just like, oh, God, people can mm. let it go. It's been years. It's been they debuted. They debuted four years ago. And she's said it over and over again that she's had she's not she was never a bully. And that wasn't her. People just don't want to let go of it. Yeah, I, I think people like, uh, especially when it comes to certain topics, there's no benefit of the doubt and there's no forgiveness. And I don't think that like, there's some there's some things that are un unforgivable. And I totally agree with that. Um, I don't know if I feel that bullying is one of them, but maybe it's because I wasn't bullied that I don't know. And it could totally be that. So I can't really speak on it. But we don't even know if it was really hurt. So I mean, to like, I know some of the comments were like, oh, were also like, oh, she just looks like the type of person that would be a bully, and there was comments about her um, having. Yeah, what like, does that mean? Being what like cosmetologist, like or so that means you... that she looks like a confident girl that knows what she wants, and that is always unsympathetic. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> and it was like, yes, this is it. Yes. All right. Okay. I, I've never understood that, like, especially like, no matter, no matter what, like, if you say it to like a dude or a girl, I'm just like, mm -hmm. what does it mean to look like a bully? Like, what do you mean she looks like a bully? I don't. I it don't does know. tend to be people that are more. That have the like confident. the jock, jock or cheerleader image in high school. I, I guess it's weird because uh, maybe my opinion's jaded because I knew a lot of the jocks in my school and they were like nice dudes. They just wanted to play football. <laughs> they didn't want to like bully people. I think that, is, that, is more, that is more of a media perception than an actual yeah, media for many people. That's probably true. That's, that's probably true. So I, I don't know. I've just, I've never understood when people say that. It's always been like, what do you mean they look like a bully? explain that better to me but fair enough maybe, maybe it's just uh maybe it's just media perception so who else are we looking forward to Hyuna. 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 Any, any word on what she's is there any word on what she's planning on no doing? no not at all obviously a summer sexy image it's Hyuna. let's be real I come know. on i I, you know, I, I, want, I I would so desperately want to have something again of hers that is like change was or oh like, my God, uh, please, I wish, I wish, I wanna please. Have, I want to have change type stuff or just follow that the song that she did with Zico. That was also awesome. That, that direction, please. Yeah, <laughs> please cue. Please cue. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't too fond like, of ice cream. It was all right, but. I don't, like, it's weird because I, I genuinely don't have anything against Hannah. Um, 
and I, I really did like Troublemaker, um, but I really like Hyunsung, so I, I don't know, maybe that's why. Um, but, like, I'm really over already this whole bubble pop ice cream, like, I'm just a sexy girl. Bubble, bubble pop that's why I think fun. she'll try and take it maybe in a different direction, I think, this I, time. I, I thought bubble, bubble pop was really fun because it was really, it was a good summer song. And ice cream was a little bit like trying to copy that and didn't quite manage that for me. Didn't dislike it completely, but it was not on the same um, on the same good mood vibe that Bubble Pop had. The only issue I have, and and um, I, maybe this is me speaking as like somebody who looks at it as a business, but like her being this sexy summer girl is pretty pretty successful. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's never struggled being a sexy uh, summer girl. So I have a feeling we're gonna get more of that. We're gonna but get. But they can combine that. Yeah, I think they could. And they can, I think they, they can should. do change with sunlight. I don't I would <laughs> mind. I think a yeah, lot I, of people would like to see a mix of like the two things, like you know, sexy teasing Hyuna, but also like, you know you know, dancing, you know you know, sexy, cool Hyuna. Like you know, kind of a combination of the two. Like, yeah, I totally I totally want that. That's to that is exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. Like I just I'm not going to get my hopes up and expect that from Q. So. <laughs> um, anyone else? JYJ. Sorry. Is that our Cassie fan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so JYJ, I, I'm sorry. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else. Oh my gosh. You don't I, have to apologize for JYJ. JYJ. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm, looking forward, I'm looking forward to that too. I'm, especially, it's going to be very interesting how they're going to promote if they they're going to promote. They're what not. They're not. Interesting. <laughs> Is it already? Started? No. They're I probably mean, just going to release they... an album and be like, "Yeah, here's our album. Buy it." We're just going to be, you know, in army. Buy. It. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe That's do gorilla shows, but like... they're not going to promote. Yeah, I feel like they'll have their own little type of like promotion that they'll do, but obviously it won't be like typical K-pop promotion. Obviously. Yeah, I, I could definitely see like guerrilla shows, um, but I can't see anything more than like guerrilla shows. Like they're they're not gonna be on any music show. No music show is gonna give them the time of the day. So. And no music show, no radio shows. You know, like just nothing on you know broadcast. I guess. That being said, mm -hmm. it's probably going to be a really good song, so... Uh, we're hoping for it to be a really good song. I don't know, I just never felt the same, like, ever since they, like, split up. That, you know, JYJ songs were always missing something. Like, they never had the climax that DBSK songs always had. And so, you know, I like... I like JYJ songs, but they're nothing as special as what they used to be. You know, DBSK songs. I don't know. It's... So, I don't know how good it's going to get. Jean, I'm not Cassie, but I totally feel you. I know. I feel you. I think the, the stuff that I most enjoyed from them after the split was some of their real, real solo stuff. Like uh, Junsu's Terran Telegram was awesome. That is one of my favorite songs still. The thing, the thing that I think is funny is um, I think that's entirely because they were in this group that had such good chemistry musically that like neither group could move on without all five because i don't i don't think dbskas2 is is good like they don't have they don't have the full chemistry that you get from having like 
three good singers, you know? Yeah, I don't know. And then same with JYJ. They don't have this, like, Changmin's not even my, like, the person that I like from that group. But you need his, like, super climax DBSK thing. Like, it was just so perfect <laughs> yeah, I, to have, like, this great lead up. And then it was like, oh, watch this guy go. And then you were yeah. good. Like, <laughs> like, all DBSK songs need to have Changmin screaming. Like, that is the essential like that's the life of the song i don't know <laughs> yeah like rising sun i freaking love that song i don't even like dbsk oh yes everyone loves that song yes yeah once you hit yes. that climax you're just like oh all right well this song was great <laughs> <laughs> that was a good three minutes of my yeah, life like, all right. <laughs> the only reason i'm actually supporting um the two of them you know and changmin is just because you know it's my bias but like musically i don't think they're going anywhere neither do i think joj is going anywhere so yeah. i don't know I think they're better off solo at this point, so. No, you don't can go solo. You just like flop. I, sorry. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But I, I mean, I think the JYJ trio is better solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, you know, usually looks like he's totally over this idol business already, when he performs or when he does. I anything. think he was immediately over it when he lost three of his members. Yeah. That was the vibe that I got. He looks, the minute I he saw looks him, like, I like he's oh. going through the motions nowadays, and in the last few comebacks, like he's doing his stuff. He's doing the stuff he's paid for, and he's a professional, so he does it well. But there's no passion or fire or any personal investment in it anymore. Yeah, I guess there was this rumor that maybe there is something, but it doesn't come across anymore. Yeah, there's this rumor, you know, that he didn't like sign a contract with SM again. Like he didn't renew his contract. So, you know, we don't really know how true that is. And I don't know. I think most of us are just like, you know, you know, just get going to the army, come out, get married, have kids, you know, just 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 get married already. I don't know. I feel like um and you know what's the guy who was like he came from nothing, right? And SM like yeah. gave him yeah so i feel like maybe what happened and i i kind of always got this vibe just from the little like a lot of my friends were cassies and they were super into dbsk so i kind of picked up stuff from them not directly um but it always seemed like he really was about this like group you know like he he was dbsk was five to him so when they broke up I feel like, and this is just the impression I got from him, but I feel like he just didn't care anymore. Like he just wanted, like like Anna said, he just wanted to, he was a professional, so he did what he was paid for and that was it. But part of me thinks he was probably counting the days to get out of his contract. Yeah, yeah. Probably, I don't know. Given how SM has been treating DBSK in the last, the, the two of them, they were not overly promoted. I mean, they have their regular comebacks, but they're not pushing them to be in anything. So I wonder sometimes if that is SM's entertainment's doing, like they don't want to put them into, want to invest in them in, in anymore, or if that is the two of them saying like, nah, we don't want to do that much stuff anymore. Well, they're also at the, the level where- They are shareholders by now. The, the biggest thing is they're, they're at that level that you see um, a lot of older idols get to that have been in the business for a long time. They don't have mm -hmm. to, like, do all that other promoting thing. And that stuff's taxing. Like, it's cool, but I feel like it's more of a way to showcase groups that need more fans and groups that have just made it, you know. Whereas DBSK is very established. For instance, they, it's also in that... 
Yeah, Boa, I feel, was hurt by um, her not being in Korea for so long, both being in Japan and then being in America. Like, I think yeah, that really hurt. Um, let's actually talk about, because um, I want to talk about some uh, past um, or recent comebacks that you guys were um, disappointed by or impressed by. Um, Boa is uh, actually a good example um, because she had her whole, you know, Hurricane Venus, you know, big comeback and big return to Korea, and everyone knows how great, how well she's done in Japan. But, um, you know, some people think she didn't quite, you know, hit the mark as, as well as she, as well as, as much as she was expected to. I feel like from what I've gotten from other BOA fans was more that everyone seemed to be kind of disappointed that she sounded and acted different, but she grew up. She got older and she has been in that business a long time. And of course her sound and her, also her inclination towards certain type of music. And she is one of the artists that does have some influence by now over her, the music she wants to make. Um, that that changes and she doesn't sound any more than uh, at, at the same than she did when she um, was promoting Valenti, for instance. That is a logical thing, but fans seem to either like that development or completely um, are completely disappointed by that. Yeah, I, I think it's an issue uh, of her just growing up and she has uh, more input. And I think that when she came back, people expected like old Boa. They didn't expect like Boa to be different. <laughs> Um, and I think that's the same kind of issue. Uh, I think that's, a, in fact, exactly the same issue that people had with Seven when Seven came back from his Japan America adventure. Um, you know, he didn't come back as the cute little Seven that left. He came back as an adult who wanted to make different music. And clearly, YG artists have input on the music they make. So. I mean, I, I don't know. I think people have this idea that, like, if you leave Korea, when you come back, you're going to be the same. Like, and and it's weird because I feel like, I feel like um, it seems to be groups that stay in Korea but still change. It's okay because they've changed in Korea and we've gotten to see it. So it's more acceptable. But if you change outside of Korea, it's like, I don't know what happened to you. What, what changed you? There, like, it's, that seems to be, to me, that seems to be the instant reaction. It's like, what happened? What happened yeah, to you? And I, I don't know if it's, all, um, if it's only the part of artists going away for a while, actually, or um, if it's also the length of how long they were away. Right, yeah. Because it could easily happen now to uh, Big Bang, for instance, when they have their comeback. They have been gone since Fantastic Baby as a group. That wasn't that long ago, though. That's that not comparable to Boa and Yeah, like, but it was over two years by now. Fantastic Baby? Yeah, that was 2012. Wow, really? Was that long? That, that was <laughs> March, March, April 2012. That is over two years by now. I guess the difference, too, is like, but they, ha they have been here still still they've they're been still there doing, still but still if they come concerts, like but if they're now coming back with uh, music that is too different that could well, still be provoke some of the same reactions i think i i don't I, I the only disagreement i have is big bang has never really come back exactly the same I know, so I, I know, and people like are still complaining that, and, and people are still complaining today that big bang's music doesn't sound anymore like tonight did 
there are still yeah, but people... it's funny because people complain <laughs> that that tonight wasn't a good song so like, yeah, I, I it's it's just I, I don't know it it's, seems you, you cannot progression. you cannot please anyone and uh, everyone at the same time anyways right yeah and it's funny because I think that um bad boy was a way better song than tonight ever was so I, I don't know. I'll never understand that logic. Like I could understand being like, oh, Fantastic Baby, I want it tonight. Oh, okay, I guess. Except Fantastic Baby is really fun. And if you've ever seen it live, it's yes. so much fun. But, I love every live performance of that song. Yeah. What but do you guys like, think Bad makes... Boy's better than tonight. <laughs> okay. I agree with that, actually. Um, what do you guys think makes a, a good or bad comeback? I was thinking of uh, another uh, five star that's coming back. Um, I remember when they debuted, I liked them quite a bit. Um, you know, I, I love they their were, debut song. Yeah, I thought they that were fresh and, and different. And it just seems like, you know, they also had somebody recently leave the group and they've just kind of, the last song I remember was just, uh, it was really, really just grating. And they just, it just seemed like they de evolved like from, from the beginning from when they first came out it was like this kind of strong you know um kind of almost girl power thing and now they've got this song where they're talking about this guy you know i don't know you know wasn't it, it an anti-creep song if i remember right i think so but it, it it didn't it didn't sound that way but i think once you read the lyrics it was you know probably but the way it was promoted was very you know they had you know you know short you know plaid skirts and the t-shirts and it was the song was was kind of mm, cute it had kind of yeah kitschy kind of babyish sound um i don't know for me personally that i don't tend to like but um oh, it's funny interesting because I, I think they, that song made them slightly more known to the public like it got them not extremely popular or like way popular, but like that song, I guess, because of the catchiness and everything, more people paid attention to Fiesta. Mm. I think what really makes a successful comeback is depending on your group, and it's very dependent on the group you are, because if your group already has some sort of like success, um, then it's kind of easier to get away with things like to anyone, SNSD, um, you know, groups like that. Groups that are established, it's kind of easier for them to move, but for groups that are coming in or, or trying to get known, um, which is what I'm, I'm assuming we're, we're more focused on, um, you kind of have to figure out, it, it's kind of two things, right? It's what's popular currently because it's really hard to take an image that's brand new and put it into this image where like, for example, when sexy was, that was it, like everybody was doing sexy. It would be really hard for somebody to come in with like a cute image and not get buried. Unless you're a group that can pull off, unless you're a group that's known for that. Unless or, you're A-Pink. Right, unless you're a group that's <laughs> known for that and you've already established fans, because A-Pink already has established fans. Um, I mean, obviously their fan base isn't like ridiculously huge, but they have established fans. Mm -hmm. um, the other and their their cute image wasn't even as cute as their other cute images. So, um, but I think it's one part. What is where is the industry at now? And the other part is what did you do last? And how do you, if it was successful, how do you continue to mount 
on that success? What and pieces you can you stand take? Up? And how do you stand out? You have to make it, I mean, I think the most, especially with young, with newer groups is that you have to make some, something visible about yourself that everyone else doesn't have so that people remember you. I, I don't I don't know if I feel that's super true because Girls' Day didn't do anything special when they got popular. That's my only issue. I feel, I feel that's basically what, um, what Vix did. Vix is a little different. Vix they, is an interesting case. Vix yeah, kind of stuck I, to doing I, something different. Sorry, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that girl groups, right? Like, in terms of comebacks for girl groups, if you're talking about success, the cheapest and the easiest way out is to be sexy. Like Now it is. It didn't now use... it is. And yeah. I, as in, I think in the past, the definition of sexy was different, but then again, they were still trying to promote sexy. Like, you know, show some skin, get some guys to have some fantasies about you, you get fans. And I don't know, I think that's the way, you know, to be successful, um, to get you know, a lot of fans, that's, that's how it's going to work. As for guy groups, like for male groups, right? They have more options. Yeah. You have more options because you can choose between getting more girl fans or more male fans. And yeah. then again, you can just like show a bit of your ass and like, oh my god, you're showing too much skin, I love you. I don't know. Yeah, and, and and guys have more. Uh, the, the the boy groups have uh, have not only more options. They are um, they they have so much more instant support usually. While I, 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 I always feel I always feel with debut, debuting boy groups, there is much more buzz about them than about any girl group that debuts. There I, is something. I have an issue with that only because. There are plenty of boy groups that no one cares about and that have been doing it and doing it and yeah. no one cares. The issue I think is that girl groups break up really quickly. <laughs> girl groups go in. Are we going to do it, this every hangout? They're done. <laughs> I mean, well, that's a, that's a, the problem is that that's a really good example because they actually had a song that did well and they still have never hit for whatever reason. And that's a girl group or that's a dude group that has done a bunch of images, has kind of followed the music trend and they just don't hit. And there's mm. plenty of people who think that some of their members are attractive. There's plenty of people who think some of their members are talented. There's no, it's, it's weird. They're a very weird um, situation, I feel. Yep. But my, own, my, my issue is like, I, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree that um, girls always have to be sexy to get fans because for a long time, sexy didn't work. Like, there are plenty of groups that came out and had the sexy image or a closer to sexy image, and they just didn't hit. But then you had, like, A-Pink. A-Pink immediately came out with Cute. They hit. SNSD did super cute. They hit. Like, Cute. Crayon Pop. Crayon Pop. It, cute is really what sold for a long time. And then out of kind of nowhere, suddenly guys wanted sexy images. Now... I totally agree that when girl groups make their songs, typically they aim for male fans. Um, I, I don't think there's any argument there. Like that, that's the fandom that they kind of go for with the exception of to anyone. I don't really feel like they are out there trying to appeal to male fans. Um, and then there's, there's plenty of other girl groups that don't like, I don't think glam ever really tried to appeal to male fans or anything. As a, as a man, I don't feel like glam has ever done anything that was like, oh, they're doing that for me. That's for me. Like, I've, I've never felt that way with them, but I like them. Um, the, I think the funny thing is like, 
I feel like the reason behind it is because girls don't really want to watch girl groups. Some girls but, don't well, want to funny watch girl funny groups. enough, the fan, the fan signs and the concerts are full of female fans. Right. But I feel That like... Is... I think it's just that the... the the female quotient for boy groups is fan quotient for boy groups is just so high. Right. I don't think it's so much that there aren't female fans because, like you said, 21, the majority of their fans are female. Um, and right, their, their fan fandom is pretty strong. Right. And that, that's what I'm saying, though, is like the reason that girl groups cater towards dudes is because that is where they feel that they're going to get the most pop. It's from doing things for guys. Whereas dude groups know that they don't have to cater to just girls. For whatever reason, maybe it's because they're guys, but they don't, it doesn't seem like they have to do this sexy image all the time. And they do. You see a lot of dude sexy images. It happens. There was a time where like everybody lifted their shirt for so long. You had Beast oh, doing, yes. it, Black yes. doing it, Rain doing it. And <laughs> it was a good time. I had no problem with that because I was like, uh, it'll be my day one day. Like one day, <laughs> one day this will be flipped and I'll be on the other side like, finally, God bless. One day like, I'll and finally... then did the shirt lifting too. What? And then FX did the shirt lifting too. Right, yeah, and then uh, Rainbow <laughs> did times. it. Like people, people picked up on it, you know, and it was but cool. Then, then like, then people I, got I, mad I when they did it because they were like, "Oh, they're showing too much skin." Or, oh, of course, uh, of uh, course, yeah. Then that's where it comes. Well, well, it's not okay for girls to show skin. It's cool for dudes to do it, though. It's it's fine. No big deal. Oh, it's okay to for girls to show skin. They can dance in the tightest clothing that covers barely anything. But they can't I show know, their belly. But they cannot do it suggestively. Yeah, and they can't show their belly button, don't unless you're SNSD. Show, they can't show boobs. They can't show belly button. Um, Which when did belly buttons become sexual? That's what I want to know. Like when did this? I guess oh, that used to be because I'm thinking about like, okay, this is weird, but I'm thinking about those old Dream of Genie episodes and how they used to always make her cover up her belly button. I guess that's oh, that's kind of like the line of where it's like, okay, now you've gone too low because you're getting closer to the danger zones. So, oh, I, I don't know. Someone think what's a group that hasn't come back yet? Uh, you know the group Stellar. Yeah, uh, I yes. know Stellar. Oh yeah, the Marion, uh, the yeah. whole Marion thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that's a good example because you know they when they debuted it, it wasn't really a, it was kind of cutesy. I don't think it was overly cutesy. But then the, their next comeback after that was cutesy. And then their next comeback was um, Marionette, which, you know, had people talking because of how... Yeah, that was... Mm -hmm. people, a lot of people really thought they were overly sexual and over the line. Kiara, how would you... Okay, so say, you know, you, you, you had this comeback, you know, a while ago where you guys did really sexual concept and risque and every, you know, you got your dances banned and your videos banned and everything, and you got some attention for it. And you're trying to think of, okay, how are we going to take our next steps and get more attention? What would you, how, how would you approach that? Would you try to still go down the sexy route or would you try to show a different side of them? I think um, probably a sexy but mature kind of concept. Like it wouldn't be so extreme that Mar as Marionette was, 
But something to akin of what, you know, Sistar's Alone was. Or... Oh my god, you're a genius. Something I love of your guts. Was... <laughs> I love Sisters Alone, first off. I gotta say, I want more of that. Like, that sexy yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, because to, to me, like, if, if anyone had to copy a certain sexy concept, it would be Sistar's Alone concept, because I thought that was re done really, really well. So I would kind of go to something similar. Although I'm pretty sure people will be like, oh, they're just copying sister. But hey, I'm sure people will be jamming out to the video and to the song. So it's whatever. <laughs> I'm, yeah. so, I'm so on board for anybody copying that uh, concept because I need, that, I need more of that saxophone and I need more of like the classy, <laughs> sexy. I, I, dig, I totally dug that image. I like sister before that, but that was it. Like that was my selling point. I have my ideal comeback f for another girl group in my head since I watched a Weekly Idol episode um, for Secret. Because uh, when Secret mm. were on Weekly Idol, they made them dance to BAP songs. And I was like, oh my god, I, I want that. I want, and they and at least two of them were actually really good at that. The other two were more like, uh, what, what was that? Choreography? What is that? I've never heard of that. <laughs> but, but I would like to see so more girl groups actually have like choreography. Like, it doesn't have to be because I think uh, what's the name of that group was the who had the she's not 14 now, but she was like 14 or 12 or something when they first debuted. Oh, um, um, GP Basic. Yes, yes, they came back Ew. and they had that whole we're doing a hard thing. We're going to be doing dance moves, and it didn't really quite connect, and the song wasn't quite there. But I think there's still a market for maybe someone coming out and doing something. I, I want girl like groups. That. I want girl groups to be able to dance like guys. I mean, I think that a certain point of dancing is universal, and they restrict the girls in their movement in almost any K-pop choreography severely. And I want them to come out. I want a, girl, a group like Secret to come out with a powerful, shouty song where they stomp around and wear uh, tight leather clothes and really bring the house down. Basically, My... I, want, I want Secret to do something like BAP is doing constantly. And then I want to, them to pull it off and knock everyone's socks off. My <laughs> only issue with that, um, I, I totally like girls dancing like, like very strong. I, I love that. I, I like... Um... Uh, global icon because they do that. Yeah. They have dances that yes. are that are stronger. The only issue is that Sunhua and Jian cannot dance. So oh my God, yes. <laughs> that is, yeah. But we are in fantasy realm here, so I, right. But I but for that. okay, okay. So you you have right. to train them. You have to, right. have you to know, train a girl you know, for that as well. That they couldn't work around that somehow. You know, Tuni one worked around the fact that they have. You know, but Dara they, and but they, they also not work around it. They catered to the fact that those two can't dance by giving them That's easier true. choreo and giving all the hard choreo to CL and Minzy who can dance. That's how you work around it. So yeah. the the but only there are issue... other groups with with, with uh, members that were not really good dancers when they debuted and they um, worked around that and trained them properly. Shiny, for instance, when Shiny debuted. Right. Uh, half of them were not nearly on the same level as their two dancers. Right, but that's also that's also assuming that they want to do it. Part yeah, of, the, of the, course, the company yeah. would would want to train that and want would want to improve the artists there. That would be the first step. Yeah, because there's a lot of artists that have really shown huge improvement. Um, Vix is a good example because they had a guy who didn't want to sing. And then he became a good singer, and then, or well, he he's gotten better, right? And now now he's getting parts. Like 
there's people, there's groups that acknowledge their weaknesses and want to grow. Shiny was one of those groups too, where you have Taemin, who wasn't very good when they first debuted as a singer. He, he just danced. And he worked, and he worked hard at that, yeah. Right. And he tried super hard. He worked with Jong Hyun. He worked super hard, and now he could take Jong Hyun's parts. Like he can sing those parts, and people are like, all right, well, I mean, Jong Hyun's gone, so let's do it. Like, it depends on how hard they want to work. And, um, and I don't. And if the company lets them. Sunhua and Jian have been around for a long time, and mm. they're pretty much still the same level of dancers. Like they just have more choreo. They just have have promoted more, so they can do more di more choreo. But, but they, they are also not getting. But they don't also. Uh, they also don't really get a challenge. I feel. I, I disagree. Mean, I, I, I think like those dances are pretty. Those dance. Those dances are taxing. They're just very girl dances. Like. Yeah, but that's why I, I feel like, like with Anna said, I think that they 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 do have the potential. I think to do more. Um, I think in the beginning, you know, they did more. You know, their dancing wasn't like BAP style, but you know, when Secret first came out, they had more choreography, more movement in their than their um, dances than they do have in the past two, three comebacks. So. I think you know the the potential is there. I I think I, I it wouldn't even have to be secret necessarily for me. I just really am very very fond of the idea of having a girl group that goes into the direction of what BAP is doing because that I would be. I want Global that Icon is, to do it. They're they're built. They to do they that. could they could yeah. But they could. Global Icon, the youngest or whatever, a Global Icon, she left the group. I wouldn't be surprised. They're, they're, yeah, there was. It was news about that the other day. Yeah. Like, I, I just, like, knowing that they have dancers, same with Glam. Glam could do something like that. Like, they have real, really, like, talented people, and they have an image that hasn't been completely cultivated yet, so they still have time to really change what they're doing. The I think the issue that you see a lot of girl groups get stuck into is they're either going to do one or the other thing. Like, if A-Pink came out in their next performance and did a super sexy image, people would be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not here for this. Like, Question, what about someone or uh, some, some people um, like Miss A? Oh, I love Miss A. That's, that's I feel like there's a group, they're a group that's kind of, they had a very strong identity when they first came out, but they they've kind of. I'm gonna disagree if they, you say they don't have a strong identity. <laughs> I, I I mean not that they don't have an identity, but I guess they don't really have. I don't know. I feel, I feel like their presence has like slipped a bit. Like they, I I really like their last song and and and. I, yeah, and I think Hush was their best for me. Their best song yet. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. But nothing it seems to have 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 hit as hard as is I think, you know, good girl, bad girl, or has hit that same success. Although maybe that's that's their peak song. Maybe that's that's their nobody. It just happened to be their first song. I don't know. I think more is that the impact of their debut song being so strong is more shocking. Like and, and this is this is why I'm gonna disagree with what you said. They've pretty much won, with the exception of one song, every single time they've come back. So it's clear that they haven't lost any staying power at all. The issue, though, is that they did something you don't see very often, um, which is have a song, have their debut song 
come out and just blow up. Now, they released it at a really good time. They didn't have a lot of a lot of competition for it. And then they released a really strong, really, really like um clearly thought out image when they came when they debuted. But everything following that, they've still won. They've still had an impact in the music industry. And I feel like saying that they they've uh, they don't have like an image that's theirs is kind of it's kind of unfair because they continue to do new things and they're successful doing it. That's true. Because I mean, they're also you can take one of the more talented. And, and they both were successful, you know, and they're kind of different, but they're, they're along the similar like, this is the kind of music nobody else makes right now. No girls are doing music like Touch or, or Hush. There's no songs like that. So I, I don't know. I think it's a little unfair to say that they weren't as successful when they've only. They only didn't win with. Um, um, I don't need a man. Yeah, I don't need a man. So, I, I don't know. Okay, but they haven't come back. So, I mean, is there any like, what do you think about Miss A as far as their direction? Like, do you, do you guys have like visuals how they would more touch? <laughs> More no, or maybe going more back hush, to yeah. something more. I feel like because they're they're definitely one of the more talented groups out there as far as dancing, um, is involved. So, and it feels like now their their songs are a little more on like the darker, like you said, touch and hush are kind of similar in that sense. Oh, that I, when you say dark, I also want a girl group that does really dark concepts. Why don't yeah. girl groups do yeah. very dark concepts? Yeah, I, I want that too. I want a girl. Speaking of that, I want a girl group to do like a Vix Dark kind yes, of. Yes, 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 um, exactly. Yeah. Image. I mean, we got a little bit of it with Sunny or Sun Me being a vampire, but I want one. I want somebody to like fully go like the yeah, whole. Yeah, I want. I want. I want way. a little bit more powerful thing there. Yeah, um, and I think, uh, funny enough, I think if there was a group that I had to pin down to do something like that, it would definitely be Miss A. Yes. Um, because they have the the issue for they me with girl the groups. They also have personalities for that. Yeah. Um, the issue for me with girl groups is like you can't. I don't think if you have made waves, you should stop doing what's successful if you're a girl group because it's harder for you. So, if you have already established yourself, then that those are the kind of groups that can really change their image drastically each time they come back, and. As long as it still feels like them, they'll be successful. And Miss A can do that. Miss A has made Touch, and then they did Hush. These are both um, like a, they they have a different kind of sound than what's going on. So if there was a group to do a dark image and run through and be successful, to me it would be Miss A. I think they could move that Touch idea and make it a little darker, make it something more brooding, and then they could put that out and they could battle the guys who are doing that image well. I totally believe it. Or I was thinking brown eyed girls. Brown eyed girls also could definitely do it. Skirt near that too. And they haven't, it's been a little while since they've released something, but you know, they always kind of, you know, we can kind of expect them to kind of do their own thing or, you know, not release, you know. They are also in the generation of idols where Boa is. For my, in my opinion, they are slowing down a little bit. They are not uh, rushing themselves to put out comeback after comeback anymore, mm -hmm. and they can, know. they can afford to do that. 
-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys feel the same as I do on this with when it comes to brown eyed girls, but to me, like, that's another group that's not really, they're not really idols to me anymore. They've kind of transcended that point and they're just like musicians. You know, like when Dynamic Duo comes out, I don't look at them as idols. They're just rappers who do their thing. When Verbal Gent comes back, he's a rapper. He does what he wants. Like Brown Eyed Girls has kind of hit that point where they still skirt the line of being idols, but I don't think they've really made it any they I don't think they've really made any effort to be real idols. Like they push the boundary constantly. They push what's okay and it doesn't seem like they're bothered if their song isn't super successful. No, they are all all busy with their own stuff in between and mm -hmm. come come together once in a while to do something together again. Yeah. But it's also probably of their age and they have reached a certain level of maturity that you also see in their performance, I think, that allows them to be judged by a different standard. Yeah, they're they're they come out and I feel like they're judged as musicians, like even though they're a, a, a group of four girls who sing and dance, like when they come out, you don't look at them and be like, oh, I'm going to judge them against SNSD or I'm going to judge them against Girls' Day. Like I've never felt that way. I've always felt like, oh, Brown Eyed Girls came back. They're kind of in a league of their own. I should judge them that way. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it, oh, it does. It definitely yeah. does. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, since I'm thinking about um, <laughs> these pictures, uh, they were just – uh, posted today, and I'm sorry, I can't remember what magazine they were for. I just remember one of the members was wearing these, like, like uh, you know, patent shoes and, like, patent leather shoes and these, like, really short, like, little boy shorts, and it was a member of, <laughs> it was a member of Winner. So, with that Winner. said, um, obviously, there's a lot of anticipation for them, I don't know. I I don't really know how I feel about them as far as you know. I I still don't think I've seen enough from them, too. But they they do they they've already got a pretty good you know fan base and they haven't even debuted yet. Obviously from the reality show. Um, does anybody have any thoughts on on them as far as what they've been releasing as far as teasers or you know since their comebacks getting close, what would you do to kind of differentiate them from the other boy groups or maybe say, you know, this is, you know, a YG production, you know, this is I, our boy group. I find it hard to have an opinion on them yet because I um, uh, I find it very difficult to get into a group or to be even interested in a group if I didn't, if, if I haven't been convinced by their music already. That's always the, the getting to know a group and uh, being interested in them for me always comes after being somewhat in love with some of their music at least. So Winner is for me like an empty canvas by now uh, still because I will wait till they actually have something out that I can then yeah. find interesting or not. But it's interesting how, you know, how popular they are right now even before having released anything. Mm -hmm. um, it would suck though if you get into people like you watch a reality show, you like the people a lot and then they bring out crappy music. That would suck so much. <laughs> that is true. I mean, they've got that kind of, they've got that hanging over their head. Um, so uh, um, uh, from like a purely looking at this as a business again, like the thing that Winner did that 
is kind of, it's turned some people off, but I feel like more than it turned people off, it turned people on to the idea is that you had this group, they won this reality show, and then instead of immediately debuting them with like an image that maybe it wasn't fully cultivated, instead they built suspense by making them do stuff still. Like, it, it's not like Winner has just been sitting there. They went and they did the YG Family concerts and they got to be out there and perform. Um, they didn't perform like their own songs, from what I understand, but they came out with an image already. And then they moved around, they did um, like interviews, they were on uh, magazine covers, things like that. So people know these guys, but they don't know what their music is. But because we've had such a long buildup, there's people who don't even know if the song's gonna be good and they're just like on the edge of their seat, like, I, I need this. I, I need this to come out and I need it now. Anticipation. So, and YG's really good about doing that. Like, he's really good about building up before the group even debuts people's excitement for this group. And it, it's kind of like, I think some people look at it as like it's bad because he builds the hype and then he ends it for a while and then it's like forever before the group actually comes out. But at the same time, when has that failed him? Like, when, when he's made a group, has that gone wrong? He did it with Big Bang, he did it with 2Anyone. Both of them are huge. So, in a strictly, like, the way he does business, I think Winner is already built to be successful, especially because people know some of the members already. I mean, Sung Yoon already had a song. People have heard him sing. People even liked his song. So, um, the only thing for me, for them to really, really hit, is they have to have a song that feels like it fits them. It doesn't have to be a YG song, clearly, because um, Octone Musician did a song that's nothing like YG. Uh, Lee High did a song that's nothing like YG, and they both hit. So they just need to do something that when you hear it, it stands out, and it needs to feel like them. So, and I don't know what them is. That's the weird thing, right? I, I don't know. Like, I've only seen them perform other people's songs, and I'm like, I don't know who you guys are. Like, what what are you going to do? Yeah. So, That's the know, one thing that we... They have talented singers. Yeah. They have Zico's mm -hmm. brother or whatever. Like, they're, they're, they need to do a song that encompasses all of their talents and showcases it very well. Um, and they'll be fine. And I just don't know what that is. But from the teasers that I've seen and like their their logos and stuff, it's very it seems very clean and very like mature. So hopefully their image is very classy, very mature. I think that'd be very good for them. I just wish they didn't name them winner, but there's really nothing they can do about that now. Yeah, I'm but like, they get you to really mess with couldn't W's. think of anything else. They get to mess with W's as their logo, and a W is a pretty a pretty good letter to mess with. Hmm. Looking at it from the graphic artist standpoint. I mean, I don't know if you've seen their little logo and then it has like the, the, their schedules and then it's like skyscrapers behind it, but it looks really classy. It's just like a W and it looks really nice and then it just says winner and it's very plain and minimalistic like YG loves apparently. And I think, I think, I think it's good personally. Um, that said, I, I don't sell myself on groups until I hear them, so. But I think they're going about it the right way is more my point. Like I think I think they're built to be successful and it would take a drastic, drastic failure of a song for them to not be successful. And even then I think they still probably have a good shot. Okay. Um 
Okay, any more um, comments or thoughts about comebacks in general, people that are coming back, any bad comebacks that you can think of? Everything Maybe something to tell shows you what not to do. Everything you kiss does? I don't know. <laughs> hey. no, no. Everything you kiss does in Korea. I'm adamant about this. I love the stuff. I, I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, I, I don't... I can't sell that better other than the fact that they're not successful. So clearly they're doing something wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I love you kiss, but I don't know what it is. I agree. They are doing something wrong in Korea. What about their last... Uh... Last comeback song, the with the 19 plus dance moves. That this they... is weird. I don't know. It's just weird. It's really weird. I was torn up about this. I loved the video in general, but I felt it came at the totally wrong time. It's weird because Why? I'm I'm very torn on this video in I particular. Love the song. I actually really liked the song. I didn't think the first time I didn't listen to the song because I was distracted by the video, but. I appreciate your honesty. I appreciate your honesty and being like, I didn't listen to the song. It's, it's cool. <laughs> Come on, there was a free song. Who hey, listens to a damn song I'm in that not, movie? I'm not judging you for it. I'm not judging you. You do you. Like, I've been there. I've been there where I'm like, I don't remember the song at all. And you listen to the video it. was over and I was like, wow, that was a cool video. Um, I was the song. Did I watch I that on you? And then, and I watched it again, and it happened again. And I was like, "What?" I still didn't listen to the song. And then I downloaded the album, so I, so I was like, "Okay, I'd have to listen to the song without watching the video, otherwise I will never ever." And th for a mini album of uh, slow songs, it is a very nice is a very nice mini album to listen to. But it's not something that can be in any way commercially successful. I don't know. I don't even think they tried to be commercially successful with that one. Yeah, I think um, not on a musical level, at least. Shock value. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think the other issue and the thing, uh, this is what uh, like I, I couldn't get into the song because I watched it. I watched the music video because I had to see it. Everybody was like, "There's a threesome," and I was like, oh, "Okay, I have to see it." And total props to Korea and to You Kiss for showcasing a threesome that's two dudes and one girl. I never expected that. I yeah, was like, Whoa. I, was, I thought it was the other way around when some when people said like, watch this, watch this. Yeah, I expected the other way. So when I saw it, I was like, you know what? Good on you for acknowledging that that is a thing that <laughs> that that's a that's a reality, right? That this exists. Um, but the thing that instantly turned me on the other end of it was that Kevin felt he had to come out and apologize to his fans. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. I'm done. Like, I can't get into this because I don't like it when you know for a fact that somebody is like, I don't like this image that we're doing. The minute somebody's like, I don't like this, even if I like and, it, I'm like, ah, oh, dang it, man. Like it takes the steam right out of it. But when somebody's like, oh, I don't like this image, I never blame the other people in the group. I'm always like, oh, it's the label. Cause I don't really, unless you're a group that has clearly proven that you have control over what your image is, yeah. I, I never buy that. Like I'm never like, oh, it's their fault. Like it, it felt weird to me that he specified that he, um, he, just he himself was specifically not comfortable that he had to emphasize that so much. It just I think it was rubbed more, me the wrong way a bit. For me, it was more like he didn't want to put words in the rest of his group's mouth, if that makes sense. That could, that could also, yeah, that actually makes sense. Yeah, that's the way I took it, especially because I don't look at it like they have control over what they're doing. Um, if it had been like Big Bang had done that and 
Daesung had come out and was like, I'm, I'm apologizing for this, this, and this. So then I'd be like, you're kind of throwing your group under the bus because GD probably wrote that song. Like, they have mm -hmm. control, right? But You Kiss, I've never got the vibe that You Kiss has any control over what they're doing. I don't they know if that's true they, or write, not, but... they write some of their own music, but this one wasn't by them. Okay. So it's like, that. that's kind of why I'm like, uh, I, I just withhold my opinion when it comes to, like, somebody saying this and saying mm -hmm. it just him. To me, it feels like they're they're speaking. They're trying to let you know they're speaking for them, and it's probably their label that made them do this image. But um, yeah, that that's the one that stands out to me really bad. Is like, and I also I also think they didn't even try to go for something big here because they have now an immediate Japanese comeback and a huge tour in Japan coming up right now. That's where they're so, more successful, though. So I kind of I felt like they just threw the song out and were like, we'll promote for a little bit like, and we're gonna bounce. Yeah, we promote for three weeks or four weeks here, and then we're back to Japan where we have been the past two and a half years, anyways. And they always just basically pop up for a comeback, and then they go back and their tour. They sell very well in Japan, and their tours are always sold out. So it clearly works for them on some financial level. Yeah, like when you're at that point where you've, I mean, they've they've had a lot of comebacks now. When you're at that point where you're only successful in one place, I feel like it's kind of hard to justify promoting and trying to make it in a place that's already basically told you no. Like, that's where I'm at yeah. with you. Okay, well, you kiss, I keep working at it. You know? <laughs> uh, that's all I can say. You'll win one of the music shows one day. Um, AOA, or just go on more world tours. It's also fine. Yes, you know. And I don't need music shows. You can't put AOA and you kiss in the same bracket. It's <laughs> not fair. No, I'm just saying they have one and. AOA has a hundred percent more wins than you kiss. You need to cut them some slack here. Well, moving on. Um. This is actually an extension of uh, what I did last week. Um, I mentioned about the Tumblr um, K-pop secrets and how um, it's all about kind of getting out your um, inner feelings and, and, and inner thoughts and, and, and you know, about, about K-pop fandom and, you know, just getting them out there to the world without people knowing that you're actually the person that believes them or says them. Um, and so I thought that, um, you know, our group, um, our little group here could do a, um, could do our own K-pop secrets. And basically, uh, you know, if we were to write one on the site and who's to say we haven't already, but you know, you wouldn't know that. Um, but if we, you know, were to, you know, what, what would we write? You know, what would be... You know, what's our kind of thing that we've always wanted to kind of shout out from the rooftops, but, you know, feel like, no, you know, it's too controversial, you know, don't want to say it, you know, it's not a popular opinion, can't do it. So, um, we've got a few here, and from um, our lovely podcasters, and I'll read them, and Obviously, one of you will know who it is, but um, the other, um, the other, see if you can guess whose K-pop secret is whose. Okay, I will read the first one. Um, this one 
I follow EXO only really casually, mostly because I found almost all their title tracks to be boring. Yes, even Growl. When I heard Overdose for the first time, I was surprised that I actually liked it. I think it was the first and so far only EXO song I liked at first listen. And then I listened to it for a second time and figured out that the chord progression is basically Destiny Child's Destiny's Child's Survivor, and since then I have have I have a mashup version in my head whenever I hear that song. Oh, that's hard. No, no one in our group has openly admitted loving EXO, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, or liking them. Or liking them, yeah. Uh, I don't know. There has been one person, but I'm not gonna say if you don't remember. <laughs> Well, the point is to, to catch them, right? We're, we're trying to figure out if we know who it is. Yes. And yeah, it's somebody that's on this, this, on this podcast. It's not any of the other podcasters that aren't here. Oh. To narrow that down. So it <laughs> narrows it down, yeah. Yes. Oh, that narrows it down. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to be the first to guess. It's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Because everyone that's here has never really said anything about EXO, so it's... Nothing positive, at least. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. So it's weird. Um, I don't know. Anyone want to make a guess? Hmm. I don't know. Could it be Anna? Yatsui. What's the answer? Yeah. 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 Yeah, looking on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> well, my Tumblr tag is very full of deny, de um, denial and says always the group that I don't care about. So, could have been someone else. No, no, no. No, no it's no. me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the next one. I don't understand why SM tries to hide the past of their rookies so badly. If they're going to debut as idols, then they better be a role model for their fans. If this person isn't going to make a good role model, don't debut them. I don't think they're running out of talented rookies. It just pains me to see idols, this in the light of the whole Baekhyun Taeyeon thing, getting shot just because of their bad past. Everyone has a past that they wish to hide or are embarrassed about. It's just whether they choose to show it or not. Beck made a mistake. He was young, still is young. Get over it. Does he smoke on broadcast? No. I am not a fan of EXO at all. Trust me. I honestly do not like them, and I find the fandom more appalling than the group themselves. But the way international fans are dealing with this scandal is ridiculous. We should be maturing about these kind of things. Let them date whoever the hell they want, and it's not up to us to decide for them anyway. Well, now we only have three people to guess, right? No, did, did you write one too? I have one. No. Yeah, okay, then. Okay. okay. Kind of sounds mm. like Tim. I want to establish that I'm still not an EXO fan, right? Not that I like one song. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's too late. You're sold. <laughs> I'm going in my corner of shame. Exotic. <laughs> no. Exotic. You went to the dark Exotic. side. <laughs> Anyone have any guesses for this one? Tim? It's not me. That's not you. No, it's not me. Oh. 
Well, since there's only a few of us. Yeah, well, Kiara is very quiet. I didn't write one, I'll be honest. I didn't, I didn't send one in, so <laughs> I have no. Uh, I, I'm gonna say I think it's uh, I think it's Ash. Yeah, I'm with you there. Actually, it's Jean. Oh, oh. No, she's the one that didn't think... yeah, We should have picked her. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a 50-50 chance. Yeah, it was at that point. Okay. So there's only two people left. So this may be easy or difficult for you. I'll read it anyway. I don't like EXO. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually not about EXO for once, um, surprisingly. Uh, this one, um, I'm going to read it now. This one has always gotten under my skin for various reasons. The biggest thing that bothers me, oh, well, the title, I should probably read that first. Sexy images in K-pop and double standards. This one has always gotten under my skin for various reasons. The biggest thing that bothers me, though, is how quick female fans in particular are to jump at sexy images and girl groups and call them tacky or disgusting and complain about how it's so sexist to have girls doing that stuff. The minute it's a boy group, and let's take You Kiss's music video as a recent example, everyone is all over it. People complain that there's not enough topless guy scenes or how they came for the eye candy and blah, blah, blah. But no one says, oh, they're treating these guys like objects or, oh, this is so tacky. Put your shirt on. I think you should stand either against the sexy image for both sides of the plate or acknowledge that while this image might not be for you, it's still okay. The biggest pet peeve is when girls play the, oh, I feel so bad for them, you know they, want, they didn't want to do that card, with girl groups when they have no idea. You can't just assume that from the little you know about a girl group, unless they seem clearly uncomfortable or voice after the fact that they hate the image. People loved Secret doing the cute image, but Hannah openly cried about the fact that she didn't like doing it. Kevin from Yukis openly apologized to the fan base about the sexy image of his group because he wasn't comfortable um, doing it. And yet people still openly fawn over that MV. It just seems like people pick and choose what they, when they want to support a group and own their image and when they want to call it sexist or tacky. That could be actually both of you. <laughs> it's Ash. <laughs> Is it you, Ash? Nope. All right, I won. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tim. Ah, oh, nice. Murda Murdy. I thought, I thought it's I, a very uh, good it's a very good uh, cliff notes for the discussion earlier. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah, it is actually. Um, but yeah, that was that was his on. You guys actually went uh, over some of those topics today, yeah. so. Yeah, I thought I sold myself out already. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was too obvious. I thought like, no, you wouldn't have said, brought that up when it was his. Ah, okay. <laughs> Mine is simply that Top is my spirit animal and that I sincerely believe we're going to get married one day and don't laugh because I'm planning to be Maria um, next year. And yeah, Top, baby, I'm coming for you, so. Get it. But yep. you do have competition. You do have competition. My, my son also wants to marry Top. Yeah, we'll see who gets to Korea first. Who gets to Korea first? We'll see who gets there first. Shut down right away. Who gets to Korea first, all right? 
Oh, anyway, wow. so obviously mine wasn't about anything serious, but um, so hopefully um, we may I found that continue. Oh, I, I find it so difficult to make. I was sitting there and going like, what, what do I write for that? Uh, because I honestly cannot find any unpopular opinion that I haven't already voiced a lot, a lot of times very loudly somewhere. So... <laughs> well, it's true. A lot of the same things get repeated on the K-pop secret Tumblr. Like, I secretly don't like EXO. Um, that one is on there a lot. Everyone, every time that I mention... Uh, that I love Infinite, but I hated the Chaser. I have people unfollowing me on my blog. Oh, oh my, my goodness! God, yeah. I thought I was the only one, and I loved like all of their stuff so far. But the Chaser, like this, the, the their whole like stuff this time around, you know, I didn't like, like. Like I like Infinite, but the only ever best song I like from them is probably Before the Dawn. Like anything afterwards, just kind of killed it for me. Same. I love almost everything they did, but the Chaser is the one thing that I really can't stand, and it's apparently like God's gift to the fandom for most of most of Infinite fandom, and I'm always just sitting and going like, that song, really? I okay. only know their debut song, which I, which I don't know what song that is. <laughs> that one? She's back. Oh, okay. Dun, yeah, dun, that dun. one. She's back. <laughs> that is my favorite. <laughs> oh, but that wasn't the debut song. The whichever, whichever the one that has the like, that one, that's my favorite. And then I like uh, Before the Dawn and everything else. I'm like, I don't care. Go. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, this, I'm pass. this whole mini album that they came out with recently, I was really disappointed. I just feel like a lot of the music sounded like it was from an anime and K-drama music. It just didn't, I don't know. It, it didn't seem like stuff that they'd done before. I mean, Disappointment I on my level. So if you come back, don't make anime songs. My favorite <laughs> songs that uh, Infinite's done have all been written by like rappers. So I love all of Infinite H's music. So. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. My, my yeah. sweet Bumkey was oh, in there. Yeah. Zion Lee was in there. Like I, I don't know. That's it. Kiara oh, yeah. <laughs> is having a party back there that I, we cannot see. The Infinite Age promotions were so fun. They were really good. It's funny because I don't like either of those two, but what? I love... What? what? Uh, yeah, straight up. I don't like either uh -oh. of them. Don't yeah. care. But I really like those songs because they were written by great people. So, I don't know. I can't. I can't say anything. I just don't like Infinite, though. Personally, I just I'm not into that group. Uh, <laughs> I, they do nothing for me. I saw them live, and I was like, eh. I'm still in the same boat that I was at before. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My favorite. Mm -hmm. My favorite Infinite songs are Infinite Age because they're written by other people, and Sung Yu's part in Kanto's song. Sorry. What can I say? It happens. Well, on that note. <laughs> I was um, following you, Tim, and I'm following you. <laughs> Do it. Do it, Tim. If you have your own K-pop secrets that you want to um, expose to the public, or you just have anything to say to any of us about any of our um, K-pop secrets, or about any of the topics discussed on the show, or you have any questions for us personally, um, you can um 
reach us at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. Yes, I did have the wrong email last episode. But, um, um, so can we can we say that don't bother sending me a free page explanation why the chaser is a brilliant song? I've got already like five <laughs> anons in my inbox <laughs> explaining yeah. to me in length, really like two two letter pages long why that song is very very good and why I'm wrong about not liking it. I'm yeah, gonna, don't be I'm surprised go watch if you. Song and write you a letter right now. <laughs> done. It's gonna be well thought out. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're gonna write something like that, don't be surprised if we don't read it or make any reference to it on air. Well, or if you we... do it, if you do it non-anonymously, I will write back. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Be careful writing to Anna or referring to Anna in any of your um, letters, She's but. To you. Yes, she's coming for all of you, but yes, I'm, that's... I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that is notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com. Um, hopefully at some point in our podcasting um, history, we'll have enough uh, letters to actually do a mailbag of sorts. Um, that's always fun uh, to just you know, read what people think or their opinions or if they have questions and we're welcome to any of them. So yes. Um, and don't forget, um, you can also, um, go on our Tumblr, our Facebook, not your average netizens Tumblr. And, uh, we have, um, that's also connected to our Facebook and Twitter page and, um, connect to us there as well. So there's a little thing called the World Cup going on. And, no crazy. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. So as you can tell, everybody's been watching it. Everyone um and now nope. your average netizen. Oh, okay, someone here hasn't been watching the, the, nope. the World Cup. I haven't watched a single thing. <laughs> She's very proud of it. That's damn hard in Germany. Try not being a soccer fan in Germany. That's horror at this time. Yeah, I was about to say. I, you I guys are only the USA games because I'm American and I one nation, one team. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, as Tim knows, America has gotten um, very into uh, soccer or football, as others also call it. Um, seeing as this is the first time our team actually has a shot at making well, it a good, good ways through time the out the reason that people are really excited is that we shouldn't have had a shot we were projected to lose our group not win a single game because we were in supposedly the most stacked group because we had portugal we had germany and we had ghana who always beats us up the fact that we made it out of the group is why people are going nuts in america so if you want to know why American fans suddenly care, it's because we had no shot and we beat Ghana in our first game. That's why people care. Like, that's why we're excited. And the other thing is, if you're going to judge me for being a proud American, I'm going to be really mad because everybody goes nuts. <laughs> Sports thing, that's normal. It is, totally, yeah, you know? it is totally okay for me to finally be a loud American because we never win <laughs> the World Cup. Let me have my moment, okay? So to tie this back in... Everyone 
you know, bitchy everyone here in Europe gets to each other during World Cup. Usually we are friends most of the time. When it's World Cup time and England had, and England is playing, you cannot hear a single nice word about them here anymore. It's worse with um, Italy or France or the Netherlands. It's yeah, that, that, that's my, uh, I made this point to somebody because somebody tried to say that like American sports fans were the worst. And I was like, man, you, no. I don't think you watch the World Cup. Like, I think people... Just a regular soccer we game. Have street, yeah. We have street fights here that have been have to be broken up with, like, uh, fire trucks and water guns, like, huge water cannons to, uh, to, beat, uh, to break up, like, hundreds of people fighting each other over the Netherlands or Germany scoring a goal. We are yeah. very bad sports fans. And it's crazy because, like, I saw people watching, like, especially for the Portugal game, because there's a lot of people in America who watch soccer but only watch the other leagues, um, like La Liga and the Premier, the English Premier League and all that stuff, um, because it's not big here. But people were watching the Portugal game, and no one was fighting here. Like, they, were, they would, like, you know, get excited, yell at each other, and that was it, and we dropped it. And I think it's because football fans... Are, it's the football, like the NFL, American football fans that are watching soccer right now, and we're so used to yelling at people who don't like our team that we don't want to punch people for it. We just want to yell at you. Like, we want to tell you we're better. Like, that's the thing, right? People here so, get really violent uh, over, over yeah, anything. But people, like, in other countries do crazy things over the World Cup. So when people, yes. like, get at me or get at, like, the American culture for the way they are during the Olympics and stuff, I'm like, man... You guys are just like this during the World Cup. Like we, this is a, an environment where we actually win. Why can't had, we? Why can't we war our nation? I had to threaten to throw half my family out at, at my own wedding because they were listening to the game Netherlands versus Russia at the at my wedding reception. Yeah. See. <laughs> and I, when I, no one when no one listened, I threatened to drop their iPhones into the punch bowl, and then suddenly everything was fine. See, I'm telling you, like, don't that that's my my selling point is like, especially I'm so glad that you have acknowledged that sports fans in other places are just that bad. Like, let everybody World be bad for their sports or whatever. Crazy. It's fine. Yeah, I, I think it's wrong that people fight. But like, don't pin it on one place for being no, super awful. Every, like, everybody's bad. Everyone catches World Cup fever and is just crazy at this time, at this, at this point in time. Um, Korea, there are things that doesn't even have to be the World Cup. It, the, the normal first league here. <laughs> just a regular game. Yes. Yeah. If the wrong clubs the are Euro playing Cup and everything. Other, if the wrong clubs play against each other and fans, there are certain fan groups you know that will clash. Then you have like 3,000 policemen in the city patrolling that day. That's normal. It's completely normal. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you shed that light so that people don't judge me. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Thank you. Korea is also um, in the World Cup, and they're also, they've got World Cup fever. K-pop singers are coming out with, you know. And they're out, right? So they got them you know, Their World like Cup that. fever is over. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, yes, they're out. Um, who did they, who was the, the last game that they had? Because I just watched USA Today, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch. They were against, was it Belgium? 
Belgium. Oh yeah, Belgium. that's who we're playing, by the to... way. USA is playing Belgium. So yes, so and they lost to Belgium. That was the that yes, that was the person that they had to beat to make it to the last 16, and they didn't make it. So sorry, Korea, but um, maybe next time. But um, yeah, I'm I I think we are going to have trouble over here where I live. <laughs> uh -oh. because they are uh, the way the groups are now stacked it's very well possible that the next not the next game but the game after that germany is playing against france and yes. that uh -oh. never turns out oh, that's old. not that's not, that's not even like a wonder like that's what's going to happen that's probably yeah it's all that history germany coming france back up gone. they're so yes. gone so the, the things they cannot actually do at the border, they do at football games. And yeah, that's going to be a nasty game. Everybody was saying that that's going to be a really, really nasty game. So so everyone is looking forward to that, um, most assuredly. Um, I can give you updates. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for them I to be like, Anna, are you okay? I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch that game, and I'm going to be like, Anna, what's going on? Tell me. <laughs> How's Germany right, right now? It's good to take a break from those things every now and again and we hope that you enjoy taking a break with us and listening to us um, chat about um, K-pop and Korean culture and again I hope you join us again for our show next week so see you guys see ya bye 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 We went so overtime. <laughs> <laughs>